excuse me, are we on? Oh, I think so. Thank you. Hello. Hello. It's Paul. It's Nessa. It's Paul, Paul and Nessa's, Nessa's Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. A sketch comedy podcast with added stuff and nonsense. What do these earthlings do for laughs? They vote incomplete idiots to run their countries. <laughs> <laughs> what a primitive species. <laughs> <laughs> if they want laughs, they should listen to this. For Laughs Get Episode 13. I've got a problem with me telephone. The wire on it is too long. I see. And um, what would you like us to do about it? Well, can't you put it back through a bit at your end? Welcome to Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour. Good morning! <laughs> <laughs> or if you're listening at other times of the day, good afternoon, good evening and good night. <laughs> <laughs> nice Truman Show reference there. Yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, welcome to uh, episode 13. Oh, it's episode 13. Oh, just a little teenager. <laughs> Double figures Sending 13. it off to big school. Because <laughs> you can go back to school now, don't you know. Uh, but, oh, 13. Unlucky for some. Ah, uh, for some, but not for us, because we're not suspicious about random numbers, because that would just be stupid. <laughs> yes, huzzah! Right, <laughs> over the show. Yay! Yeah, just in a bit of pseudocream, wrapped it in cling film. Sylvia, we're live. Oh. <clears throat> Welcome back. News just coming to us now. And we're hearing reports of a mass conflict breaking out in the Arabian Peninsula. It appears to be between the two factions engaged in the Yemeni civil war. We've managed to get one of our correspondents into the field. And I believe we can go over now, live, to Jeremy Pipette. Jeremy, can you hear me? Hello, Sylvia. Ah, oh, Jeremy... You're in the field there. I am, Sylvia, yes. I'm right in the field. And what can you see? Uh, well, it's all quite peaceful at the moment. Uh, sun shining, a bit of a gentle breeze. Uh, there's a few cows over there. Oh, I just spotted a John Deere. Ah, oh, brilliant, my favourite tractor. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Did you say cows and tractors? That's right, Sylvia. Uh, there's also a ram and a sheep doing the naughty, but I, I didn't think you'd want me to mention that. <laughs> Jeremy, you're aware of the conflict breaking out in the Arabian Peninsula? Uh, yes, I have heard about that. And we sent you into the field to report, yes? Absolutely, and I'm surrounded by some of the finest dry stone walling I've ever seen. Yes... You've just gone to an actual field, haven't you? Just on the Hampshire border, yes. Jeremy Pipette there in Hampshire, and not the Arabian Peninsula. Coming up next, a review of the week's papers with Noel Edmonds and RuPaul. Right, it's time for another brand new feature on the show. <laughs> Yes, it is. Which means only one thing. Look at your little tail wagon. <laughs> Watch me bob up and down. <laughs> it means another homemade jingle. It does indeed. Yeah. Yes, you love your little homemade jingles, don't you? Shall I just press the button now? Uh, 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 hurry up. <laughs> Get all wet myself. <laughs> 
I'm the best at everything. She is good at nothing, even though she tries her best. Bless her. Now we'll see if I really am the best of all in a feature called Paul versus Nessa. Bollocks. Yep, there you go. Paul versus Nessa. That's our brand new feature. Uh, and it's nothing too serious or dramatic or anything like that. You know, we're not going to just suddenly have a wrestling match, <laughs> which <laughs> oh, wouldn't really be work. Quite fun. <laughs> I don't know if it would. What are you saying? Because <laughs> you kick me ass, basically. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but what it is, is we're just going to come up with uh, some scenario or maybe, I don't know, like an experience of something from childhood that we're remembering or whatever. Whatever it might be. And what we're going to do is we'll just riff on it for a bit um, and then decide at the <laughs> end whose is best. Will be mine. Yep, sometimes. <laughs> and it started. We might even continue it over a few episodes and then put it on social media for other people to help us yeah, decide Yeah, do like well. votes and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah get yeah. people to vote in. Yeah. It'll be, I don't know, like the X Factor. Yeah, only better. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Much better. Okay. All right, then. So here's the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want me to go first? Because yes. I thought of this the other night when that Dragon's Den was on the telly. Right. Um, and I was shouting at it, <laughs> as I often do. Really? As I often do, watching the telly, which made me come up with my invention. So here it is. I would have an invention where it's somehow like a chip embedded into TV sets where if you shout at the telly, <laughs> right, so whatever, you know, get this shit off my telly, let's say, for example, <laughs> right, that kind of somehow correlates somewhere in a big, massive computer, and if enough people around the country shout something like that <laughs> at a particular programme, <laughs> it just automatically takes the programme off the air. And then so it, you'd I get don't people know. being dicks by just, just messing about with it, going off or... Ah, well... Here's the thing. I've really thought this through, right? <laughs> it would, and, and don't tell me that the technology isn't available, because it must be. I mean, if we've got Alexa, right, the technology <laughs> is available for something like this. And there will be certain parameters. So you'd have to have um, watched the program from the beginning, and you have to have been watching the program for a certain amount of time. So it will be calculated on a percentage, say <laughs> 10% of the program. So, you know... If, if if it was a half hour program, you have to have watched at least three minutes of it. Right. I've got the maths right there. No, haven't that, I? No. that would be ten percent. Would it? I know what. <laughs> I, know, I know. Never mind about the maths. The maths isn't important. I want to invent a calculator. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the point. Yes. So after that certain amount of time, percentage of the program having been played. If if you shout, get this shit or whatever that it might be. Oh, this yeah. is I fucking hate him. <laughs> right, it, and and enough people do it around the country. They just automatically take the program off the air, and they do I don't know reruns of <laughs> The Good Life or Faulty Towers or something. Or, well, yeah. if if it was that, then you'd have to it would have to come with a card. So that I mean, I don't agree with what you're saying. I think it's a complete shit invention just for the purposes can, of can, Paul versus. Can I just say before I close my argument because I thought you might say no, nah, that's not a good idea. Just imagine, Nessa. <laughs> Every time Richard Osmond came on the telly, you oh, could just God. shout at it, as you do anyway, and it would be gone. Well, and here's the thing. if that <laughs> I've just thought of this. If that happened enough times and enough people and Richard Osmond kept being shouted off the telly, they'd stop hiring him to do stuff on the telly. I would only go for it as an invention if you could just go change presenter. So then it would it would bring somebody else in completely different because then he wouldn't. I wouldn't even have to look at his fucking face. <laughs> 
The prosecution rests, my lord. <laughs> Go on then, what's your invention? Mine's really quite simple, and I'm sure mine, mine's going to win. It's uh, a button called um, Clear Can Clean. <laughs> so you just have a clicker and you can go into any room, click it, boss, bomb, clean, done. Plates All right. in the dishwasher. <laughs> All right, now, uh, uh, we're clicky not living clean. in Mary fucking Poppins land, are. I wish we were. Clicky, clicky. It's an invention. All right, You're, I've right. explained how if mine would put, work, right. technologically I've just speaking. I've told you how mine, ex- how mine works. Go on, You've talk me through that again. <laughs> You've got click, a button and you press it. It's click and clean. What please? Time. Oh, Look, just because you've written you the jingle for do, it. Are you going to get up and do click and clean this morning? I'll let the dog out. <laughs> click and fucking clean this <laughs> shitty grubby house. Nessa, mm. Nessa, mm. having a button and a jingle does not <laughs> an invention make. It does. I think I've sniffed too much dust. You've <laughs> sniffed too much something. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I... I think I've won there because no. you haven't even explained the mechanics of how it works. I don't need to. You do. <laughs> you click a button and this clean fairy comes along and cleans everything. Nessa. It's a magical world. No, it's, it's a magical world. We're on our way there. Nessa has buttons that do everything. Oh, you do. What am I doing? Click, make Paul sing properly. <laughs> I'd, I'd invent a click a clicker for everything that just goes wrong in this world. Well, not wrong. I just I'd invent. Yeah. I'd, I'd have a clicker yeah. for. I think that's already been invented. I think it's called the nuclear button. <laughs> this house looks like a nuclear bomb's gone off. Well, we've got to come to a decision because we've got two versions of the outro for this feature, and one where I win and one where you win. Well, it's obvious I'm going to win. <laughs> If you put this this out to vote, because people would just say, turn the telly off. You don't like it, turn the telly off, right? My button is practical, time-saving, give me your money. (laughs) Yeah, but you haven't explained how it works. I've told you, you click a button. No, I'm not having it. it I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Listen, I've won that one. Who are you to decide? Well, I edit the show together, so... fucking cunt. There you go, I told you that I'm the best at everything. We proved it in Paul versus Nessa. What? <laughs> now then, Mrs. Boggins, I really don't think it's proper for you to entertain the window cleaner for hours every evening the way that you do. Oh, Vicar, honestly, our meetings are purely platonic. Uh, what do you mean, platonic? Well, it's play for the window cleaner and a tonic for me. Jokes that make you laugh, jokes that make you cry, jokes that are really, really funny. <laughs> How does the moon cut his hair? Oh, <laughs> door, right. Uh, how does the moon cut his hair? So, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, can't, I can't even think of like hair puns or moon puns or. Go on. Eclipse it. <laughs> oh, shit. That is quite good, that. I knew you'd like that one. <laughs> Thank you.
Puny humans, I am Makala, leader of the Graspatrons, your overlords. We are shortly expecting a visit from the Bailiffs, who are holding us here in orbit. And once we are released, we plan to show you what for, and make no mistake, you unhelpful race, you. Hear this? That's my huge hands, and you'll be getting a few good slaps with these bad boys, I can tell you. So yeah, go ahead and quake and quiver, you... you... Trooper, furnish me with a suitably defamatory expression. Shandy pants, sir. You shandy pants of a race, you. Very good, Trooper. Airlock activated. Here comes the bailiff, sir. Good. At natural. Nonchalant. Relaxed. Not quite so relaxed, Cardinal. E, I apologise. The wall just moved. Hello. Anyone home? I am Megala, leader of all grass patrons. You must be the bailiff. Call me Barry. Thank you. Call me Sir. Barry Bailiff. I am Cardinal Phyllis Felsch. You may call me Your Eminence. Phyllis? I don't use it very often. I can understand why. And I am Trooper Teggs. You can call me anytime. Now, to business, Barry. Give me the money. I think we need to look at this holistically. Give me the money now, or I hurt you. Why don't you pop off and relax for ten minutes with Cardinal Felsch? Oh, uh, right, yes. Um, perhaps a reading? No reading, no minutes, money. Cardinal Felsch, are you all right? <coughs> I've just swallowed me lower denture. You look like a novelty bottle opener, your eminence. Trooper. Drink, sir. Don't be pert. Show respect to the Cardinal. Sorry, your eminence. Drink? Thank you, Trooper. Are you in charge of all of the bailiffs, Barry? Not important. Money. Now. Ah! Trooper! Sir? Swap places, please. I quite like it back here, actually, sir. Swap places! Now! Yes, sir? Now just you try... Ah! Why are you still punching me when he's nearer? Too short. Got him, sir. I can see that, Trooper. Why did you wait until you hit me so many times? I was just getting the Cardinal another drink, sir. Uh, what do I do now? We've killed an official. We're fugitives. Trooper, get my wife on the comms link again. Great Helmer's ghost? Whatever for? You'll see. Mrs. Gala? That is not how you address the First Lady, Trooper. Sorry, sir. Hello, Graham? That is also not how you address the First Lady. Just shut up and get back over there with Phyllis. Magala, is that you again? My cheeks are shattered. This is better be important. I need a quick favour. We're going to put you into conference. Can you tell the bailiffs it's all sorted and to go home, please? You and your silly games. Will you come home afterwards? Of course, darling. Mash us into conference, trooper. Sir? Hello, bailiffs. <clears throat> uh, hello, Barry. You there, mate? That's your cue, dear. Yeah, I'm here. It's all sorted now. We can go home. Nice one. Ready when you are. Oh, um, uh, you go home. I'm gonna stick round here for a bit. These guys are really nice. If, uh, you're sure. Yeah. Go on. You finish up early. Nice one, boss. Uh, see you later. Ciao. Oh, thank <laughs> yes, Helmer's God. 
Bailiffs are leaving, sir. And so are we. I'm not sitting around here waiting for them, or Comtective Watt, or the Belafonte Floral Company to return. Humanity can wait until next week to be subjugated. I need clean underwear. But we will be back. Fear us. Fear us! Well, Paul had to leave the studio for a few minutes. Our new producer just did a massive shit on the carpet and he's had to go and clean it up. (laughs) But that gives us just a few minutes to welcome back onto the show... Dr. Ivor Frank Elmalet. Salutations, Nessa. It's splendid to be here again. <laughs> yes. Now, for those listeners who haven't met you before, you are our resident conspiracy theorist. Isn't that right? Well, that's your term, Nessa, which <laughs> you keep insisting on using. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yes, sorry. <clears throat> you prefer truth, Wrangler, don't you? Ah, well, actually, Nessa, that has changed now, as I've recently obtained my PhD from university. Ooh, excellent. Which university? The open one. I see. <laughs> Although, at the moment, it's the closed university due to local lockdown restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> Little jest there for the more cerebral listeners to your casting pod. Podcast. Oh, did it? Oh. Right, so you got a PhD. You're a doctor of philosophy. Oh, no, 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 Nessa. Now, this one's slightly different. Yes, all the letters are small on this one. No, my PhD actually means phoniness debunker. See? <laughs> 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 Sorry, Doctor. Um, so you're a phoniness debunker now? Yes, it's the next academic step up from Truth Wrangler. <laughs> right. Does the phrase actually make sense? Oh, I'm not sure. Just move quickly on. Okay. Right. Well, what is it you'd like to talk about today, Dr. Elmalet? Oh, thank you, Nessa. <laughs> well, now, whilst I was studying for my phoniness debunking <laughs> degree, <laughs> I've also been doing some research into the creatures in the sea, and after extensive studies and experiments, I have landed on an irreputable theory. Fascinating. Which is... The octopus is not really an animal, but is a highly sophisticated tracker device placed into the ocean by the Chinese, the purpose of which is to draw western ships and planes towards the Bermuda Triangle to their oceanic doom. Wow. (laughs) Okay, do you want to talk us through that one? It would be my pleasure, Nessa. First of all, the obvious signs. Octo meaning eight from the Greek and Latin derivation. The octopus has eight legs. And what is the luckiest number in the Chinese culture? Eight. Okay. Yes, now Mm. consider this. (laughs) It's widely considered that the invention and development of written language originated in China. And what do you need to write language? Ink. (laughs) And what does the octopus have that no other so-called creature has? An ink sack. A sack that actually produces ink. Why would you need to produce ink? Unless you wanted to invent a way to write down language so that you could make notes of your plans to decimate the Western world's shipping and aviation fleet. Well, I really don't know where to start with this, Dr. Elmer. Impressive, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. I mean, first of all, the octopus isn't the only thing that has an ink sack. 
squids and cuttlefish also have them. Ah, don't think you can rebut my assertions with scientifically <laughs> biological actuality, Nessa. They were merely the prototypes. But once the Chinese had developed the octopus with its lucky eight legs, they just dumped all the squid and cuttlefish into the sea with no regard for marine conservation. But Dr. Elmolet, isn't the sack used by the octopus to propel ink into the water to confuse and therefore escape from predators? Oh, that's what they want you to think. That is just a rumour put about by David's so-called Attenborough and all the other charlatans like him. Okay, Doctor. So how does the octopus even attract ships to the Bermuda Triangle? I mean, do they sing to them like sirens on a rock or something? Don't be facetious, Nessa. That would just be stupid, wouldn't it? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> so, how do they attract them? Magnets. What? Magnets. <laughs> I see. I heard you the first time. <laughs> What's your proof for that? Magnets, fucking hell. What's your proof for that, Doctor? I don't need proof. <laughs> I've got a degree in phoniness debunking from the University of Open. Each of those so-called suckers on the eight legs are actually industrial-strength magnets capable of pulling titanic-sized ships catastrophically off course and into the dreaded Bermuda Triangle. Which, by the way, brings me to my final, most compelling piece of my theory. Crack on. <laughs> Thank you. That's okay. The area of a circle is pi r squared. Now, if we exploit calculus and unwrap the concentric circles into straight strips to form a right-angle triangle with R as the height, we naturally conclude that the circle and the triangle have the same area. A triangle has been created, and what was the number integral in that creation? Pi. And what is the plural of octopus? Octopi, <laughs> need I say more? No, I don't think you do, Doctor, no. Oh, that was the slightly xenophobic and grammatically incorrect. Dr. Ivor Frank Elmolet there. Oh, God. Where the hell have you been, Isabel? You're late for work. I've been getting me hair cut, and I... What? You can't have your hair cut on office time. Why not? It grows in office time. Yeah, well, not all of it. Yeah, well, I didn't get all of it cut off, did I? This ball's round, you can hear it's coming. His veins are coming up, his head's gonna explode. He's gonna go on and on and on. This ball's round. Go on then. You know, like, when we get talking heads, basically, people mm. on the telly talking about stuff. Tell yeah. you what irritates the shit out of me when we get people talking about actors, right? Right. And they go, they come up with things like, um, oh, yes, uh, when they did that. Um, oh, they played two very different characters. Mm -hmm. Not many people can do that. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Yes, they 
fucking can. That's what they do. That's their job. They're actors. They play different characters. Guess what? They can play more than two different characters. It's like saying a painter, oh, what's the colour? Oh, he did a grand job that's... on that colour green, but he can't paint the other one. No, well, that's it. That's exactly, <laughs> funnily enough, that's what I had written down here. You know, we don't, we don't say that about plumbers, for example. Oh, yes, he... he... <laughs> He put uh, he put a U bend in there and no water leaked out. Not many plumbers can do that. <laughs> Fuck off. It's a really and and you know the the really annoying thing. It it'd be fine if it was like well it never is, is it? People like Judy Dench or Ian McKellen saying things like this. It's usually numpties like I don't know Christopher Biggins and fucking Dr. Fox or Nigel fucking Ferrari or what the fuck do you know about the acting profession? You fucking prick. That's Get off lot. my telly. This is where I need my invention. See? <laughs> See? That's where that's how my invention hey, would work. Well, if I had my invention, my click and clean, I would have just clicked and cleaned your language out. Oh, sorry. Yes, sorry about that. We'll put explicit on the thing. <laughs> Getting really angry with trivial, pointless, pathetic little things. That was Paul's rant. Hello. I'm Evan McTackle. Actor, Jedi and Unibond ambassador. But I'm here today to make an urgent appeal on behalf of a group of people living horrible lives. Through no fault of their own, often due to nothing more than an unfortunate accident of birth, hundreds of thousands of people are having to go through life today being a southerner. Many of them forced to live and work in London. This is Julie. She has to travel for six hours every day on a packed underground tube with no fresh air, nowhere to sit, and the overwhelming stench of body odour catching at the back of her throat. I just want a chance to enjoy my own personal space, just for a few minutes, without licking a stranger's armpit or getting me arse felt up. Traumatised southern wankers have had to flee the capital with nothing but the clothes on their back and their needlessly oversized 4x4s, migrating their awful accents and their overinflated sense of superiority as far afield as Essex, Hertfordshire and even Swindon. This is Darren. <laughs> oh my Darren's southernness has driven him to the brink of despair. <laughs> Oh, cold face and have a man's eye looking at all these ugly, depressing, horrible southern faces. Don't make me do it, mate. <sighs> no one should have to suffer the indignity of being a southerner. They don't know that their streets shouldn't smell of dog shit. They don't know that a pint of beer shouldn't cost ten pounds. Or that, for the price of their one-bed flat in Streatham, they could literally buy a castle up north. But you can help. Text Soft Southern Shite to 512296 to donate just £5, so Darren and others like him can enjoy a half of pissy lager after work. That's if he makes it that far and he hasn't thrown himself under the tube train before then. Please help. Thank you. Strange but true. It's strange but true. Strange but true. It's strange but true. Strange but true. Strange but true. It's strange but true. Well, what's strange but true is that we haven't got a strange but true this week. 
Uh, uh, all right, okay. Well, uh, why is that? Why is that? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you why that is. Yeah. I haven't had time to research it because we've got a new puppy in the house. Oh, and sorry. I haven't had time to sit down right. without yeah. my ankles being chewed. Oh, and my fair enough. Being that is true. That's, yes. so that's the true that's part. The strange yeah. Yeah. What's strange it, about it, though? <laughs> because after 45 years, yeah. you've allowed us to have a puppy in the family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That is true, yeah. I've not usually been a dog person, no. yeah. So it's true. Yeah, all right. Well, well I'll, I'll have that. It's true. Yeah. Smitten. Oh, shut up. No, <laughs> Pick her up. She's crying. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, can I just say, um, <laughs> this isn't really a feature, is it? Just talking about the dog no. in Strange But True. <laughs> Why have you, like, crowbarred this into Strange But True? I just like the jingle, really. <laughs> oh, you and your fucking jingles. <laughs> And that's not a euphemism. Strange but true. It's strange but true. Now then, Paddy, I've a bone to pick with you. Oh, now, what's that then, Vicar? I've been told you went to a football match last Sunday instead of coming to church. No, no, that's not true, Vicar, not at all. And what's more, I've got the fish to prove it. And just like that, it's the end of an episode. <laughs> Vroom! I thought you were going to say it's the end of an era there. <laughs> Do you know something I don't? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and as always, obviously, we want you to interact with us on the socials, so on the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram, we are at PN Happy Hour. Please mm. keep liking and uh, subscribing, spread the word, leave us a rating, all that usual stuff, because it really does help to build the show. I think we're going to call the title of this show... Um, whatever person and the constant appearance of the dog <laughs> that's all we seem to have talked about well we better end the show now because I think we need to take her out for a shit <laughs> bye bye see you on episode 14 <laughs> well that's it paperwork has come through 25 years of marriage have come to an end. Yes, but we stayed together for the children, mm. and now we've split amicably. Yes. Cheers. Cheers, <laughs> cheers. Uh, speaking of which, tell me, my dear, why is it that five of our six children have black hair, and yet Thomas is so blonde? Oh, come on, dear. Let's not go there. No, 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 no. You can tell me now. Come on, I won't be angry. Huh? Whose child is Thomas? Oh, very well. Thomas is your child. You've been listening to Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour. Conceived, written and performed by Paul Dunn and Nessa Karen. Sketches were written by Paul Dunn and Nessa Karen. Magala was written by Tim Gambrell and featured the additional voices of David Foster, Rachel Swan, Jordan Todd, Andrew Dawson and Adam Ramsey. Incidental music was by Kevin MacLeod at incompetech.filmmusic.io. The script editor was Paul Dunn. Happy Hour is a Crank Danville production. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 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 Thank you.